coming in at six foot four, number one, Patty's Playbook. Hey guys, I'm your host Patty, and welcome to Patty's Playbook, the show for all you sports lovers out there. We cover NRL, NBA, NFL, plus many more sports. You can find us on Instagram, at Paddy's Playable. I can hear the sport calling us. Let's dive into this episode, baby. All right, NBA fans, we are back. Massive mid-season catch-up with our boy, Big big Hussy, Big Mitch. I was planning to do a quarter season mark with you, mate, but I couldn't control my emotions if I'm honest. Like, start of the year, the Celtics drama with their head coach, then they start the year absolutely phenomenally. The Milwaukee Bucks have been injured once again. That's a major talking point. What happened with the Nets? Kyrie, the coach, it was a shit show. Um, even your 76ers, that your, your hot pick early on, they started really slow, but they're climbing back. The Warriors talk about a weird season. They can't win on the road. Like My head was all over the joint, and there was a lot of stats going around and emotions. I just had to settle down and just dial in and just wait for things to get a bit more normal, wait for a bit of traction where we could discuss these things and talk. And there's been some really disappointing teams but teams where we might have been high on them, but I think they've gone even better. They've jumped, they've gone above and beyond. So how are you, bro? How are you finding the season? Welcome yeah, back. Yeah, I'm good, man. Talk about a crazy season, hey? Oh. Halfway through, just halfway, halfway through, we've seen, some, we've seen some big offensive games like Luka, 60-point triple-double. LeBron is 38 years old. He's, still, he's averaging 30 and 8 and 7. Like, who does that when you're 38 years old? Ridiculous. Um, some drama, but also another good thing is we haven't seen that many like big injuries, like bad injuries to key players. So we've seen a pretty fair playing field, maybe Steph Curry for a bit. But other than that, KD's out now. But most of all, it's been good. We've seen a pretty fair season. Every team's been relatively healthy, all right? Yeah. Touch with that um, major superstar doesn't go down leading into the playoffs. Yeah, touch wood. All right, massive show. We're going to start with our, our picks at the start of the year. We, we locked everything up, obviously, in our massive season preview. We're going to dive through all 30 teams, but I've got a few different zones, teams I like to break it down, and I want to get your feedback, and we can touch base on this and that. MVP race, it's heated. I, no, I, might, I, might be, I might be hyperbolic here, mate, but I honestly think this is probably the, the widest, the deepest race it's been for a while. Like Things are starting to tighten up now, but that first month, six weeks, I was... I know we were talking off air and stuff and you were saying, well, how, what, what, why are you thinking this bloke gets this bloke? And well, my head was all over the place. It was incredible. So yeah, there's five, six, seven guys that I really want to pull apart. And All-Star Weekend, that's coming up. i got to be honest with you, when I see some of these fan voting stuff, I get really frustrated. So I've got, sick, my, I've got my starters locked in and we can discuss other things, but I've just, we might tame that down a little bit compared to last year. So, but I guess my first question, mate, Buckle up, put your seatbelt on. Your finals pick to start the season was the Milwaukee Bucks and the Golden State Warriors to run it back. How are you feeling right now about that? Um, probably not as good as like Warriors. I wouldn't be up in, in standings, but I'm not going to count out. I'm not going to count out the big three, especially when they get healthy near the end of the season. Like they're still going to turn it on in the playoffs, no matter what. If you're a first, second seed, you don't want to be seeing them in the first round. But I think they should finish near top four. Bucks, I'm still waiting for Middleton to come back. You know, Giannis had a few games off here and there, but 
it's good to see their support players, their role players playing good. Like we've seen Bobby Portis get on the get on the glass. Brooke Lopez, who somehow just like re-emerged himself out of nowhere. I don't know where this has come from. He's turned into a defensive player of the year candidate. Mm-hmm. So look, they if they versus Boston in the East Conference Finals, that's tough. Like that's a tough series to pick. Matchups are very very fair. But look, I'm still confident it's a chance. Mm. I'm not going to count on Steph Curry. I'm not going to count on Giannis. So I'm still liking it. No, I like yours. I um, the thing with the Bucks, like we'll get to the MVP race and stuff. I know Giannis is starting to miss a few games, but like he is fucking incredible. And no one's talking about Middleton missing all these games. Drew Holiday's missing games. Like their 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 squad, their roster, so banged up. It was the same as last year, and he's they're sitting second. Like, yeah. yeah. That's the thing. You just got to wait till the guys come back and then we can reassess. It might not happen. It might be a really disappointing year for their standards. But Warriors, that's another team where like they can't win on the road. They're quite frankly like the championship hangover, whatever, however you want to break it down, they've been dog shit. But they're three and a half games out of the, the four seed from home court. And that's what I mean. Like the run home, we're going to get past all-star break. And they put a run together and time it perfectly. No one's really talking about them, but I, I'm with you. Like I reckon they're going to explode again. So yeah, yeah. As long as those, as long as those th- three big players on the court, guys like Andrew Wiggins, mm. who has massive input, you know, you got Jordan Poole. Like probably they could probably get one more defensive piece, maybe. But yeah, they, they got enough to win. They got they got enough to win again. Mm. Yeah, I guess they're missing like the um, Gary Payton. What's what's the go with the road, eh? Like this year. I think I think the team with the most road wins is just like at five hundred. Like I'm pretty sure it might be Denver. Yeah. So the best road team is literally at five hundred. It's bro, it's bizarre. Boston would be up there as well, but they went through that period where they went like over a twelve or thirteen game stretch, like five and seven losses or five and eight. Like it's it's whack. My pick, Bucks as well. You know how high I was banging on the Giannis MVP, defensive player of the year. Best player in the world discussion at the start of the season. So we've just got, we've touched base there. And I feel sick. I felt good about two, two and a half weeks ago, three weeks ago when they won five or six games on the trot, put things together, went above 500, the Clippers. And I said at the start of the image, this is their last roll of the dice for me. Like my patience is wearing thin and it's championship or bust. Like it is so frustrating. I, I don't even really enjoy watching them at the moment. All the all the the media, you know, resting players, player management. I feel sorry for Ty Lu. My understanding is like about a month ago, all he said, because he's pissed off his guys on if it's not Kawhi, it's Paul George. If it's not Paul George, it's Kawhi. The minute <clears throat> restriction, the load management, we all know. It. And there's other guys missing games. Like he just can't, he can't, he doesn't have a full squad. He can't do anything. There's no continuity. There's no chemistry. He can't work out rotations. It's fucked. Yeah. All he wants, my understanding is he's like, I just want 15 straight games with his team. Give me 15 games and I'll be able to work something out. But right now, I think he's in no man's land. Because, like, you need, you need that chemistry. You need continuity. You need, you need all this coming into playoff time. We're, we're just ticked over halfway. We're heading almost to all-star break. And they still haven't got it together. They're supposed to be a championship team. We've got two elite wing guys. Mm. A very good coach. Deep roster. You can you're trying to compete for a championship here. And who would they if they would verse like Pelicans first round Kings, do they win? 
I feel like they do somehow deploy it out of their ass and win, but yeah. you just don't know with this Clippers team. I think anyone but Denver right now, they probably, and Warriors maybe like go in favor, maybe not favorites, but like easily win, not easily win, like at least seven games kind of thing. Just from, yeah, I, I, it's just weird, man. Well, they could reverse someone like Memphis as well. And they've probably got to, yeah, we'll get to Memphis a bit later. Yeah, it's 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 really intriguing. I've heard discussions like, obviously, the trade deadline every year they've been active. John Wall apparently has been shopped around. I don't know who's going to buy into these things or how they're going to make a trade, how they can upgrade because they've got a million guys. But do you think there's a small chance that they sell one of these guys and they just go the other way? They go, this isn't working. Let's cash in now. Paul George, let's try and get, we've, we've blew a million picks. We've got nothing for the future. Do we just try and recoup some of this and it's not happening kind of thing? I think teams would more or less take Paul George knowing that he actually play games instead of Kawhi. Yeah, I don't think there's a market for him. Who Kawhi, I don't know. I don't know if he wants to, doesn't want to play games or just wants to play one, one game every few nights. I don't know what his goal is. I don't really know. I don't think we know the full story of what's going mm. on in the locker room. With Kawhi, but um, yeah, I think in terms of value, I think Paul George has more value because he'll play more games and he'll suit up. Whereas you just don't know with Kawhi. Mm, like imagine Paul George on the Kings. Jeez. <sighs> like who says no? Like a Harrison Barnes and their young. Murder. Oh, maybe Kevin. Yeah, or their young rookie. The four is it? Um. Ah, uh, Keegan Murray. Keegan Murray. You could probably trade Davian Mitchell. So you can you could put a package together and make like a De'Aaron Fox, Paul George, Sabonis. That'd be good. That's fun. That is fun. And Kings are going and Kings are going really well. But I don't know if they do that right now. Or unless it's in the off season, but mm. this season they're going pretty well. Yeah. Well, it's gonna be interesting. I, I I don't think this is gonna happen, but I've just had a gut full of the Clippers. And I think we just have to wait till the end of the season because right now it's just just boring, just rubbish, just yeah. But I don't like it at all. I don't feel good about my pick, mate. That's all I'm going to say. I think this, personally, their ceiling for me is second round. I'm yeah. probably being pretty nice with that. I think they get bounced in the first round by Denver or Memphis. Yeah. We'll wait till after the um, All-Star and the trade deadline and come back and reassess, I yeah. guess. But I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm done with them. Like, I don't even want to talk about them anymore in the potty. So yeah. I've got a few different zones for you, mate. We'll break down all 30 teams rel- relatively quickly. Yep. So... Tell me, tell me what you think about this first one. I call this the Wemby zone. So I'm going to explain it for our listeners. You've gone swimming, you know, down at your local pool. You've jumped in the pool and you can't swim. But your parents have just put um, floaties on and you're just sitting in the pool just floating, just waiting for help. The lifeguards aren't there. They've started, they've missed the, the lifeguards have missed the bus. No one's there. You just float in the pool like, someone help me. And these teams just wait for Wembanyana, this big boy, this big seven-foot-plus monster to come and save them. Just chuck the, little, chuck the little floaty in, utensil, and rescue them. Pull these teams to the side. Give them hope for the future if they land him. Rockets, Pistons, Hornets, Spurs, Magic. All these teams are down there. That bottom four, bottom five. I think that like the odds obviously for the bottom four or five is a lot better. That's where you want to be. Probably the magic of the best one out of here. But apart from that, there's no, none of these teams excite me. And they're all looking for the future. Yeah. Well, and I feel like no one's being promoted more in NBA ever that doesn't play in the NBA is Victor. Have you seen a guy gets posted about nearly every day? It's crazy. Yeah. I see something about Victor every day on, on the NBA 
Instagram page. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Hopefully, it. Oh, yeah, he's not a bust. Like it's. I don't think. He's I don't, I don't think it. he'll. I don't think he'll be a bust. Like he's playing with grown men at the moment. He was playing in the international team. Yeah. It's. I, I just. I just. I just don't know if I like a guy being promoted as much as him. I don't know if it, if it puts so much pressure on him. Because like it, it's a lot of pressure to oh, get noticed else? a lot and and to get shown a lot. Everyone knows who he is now. Everyone mm. knows who Victor is. Like, what happens if he goes to a shit team like the Rockets or Hornets and like they're not a very good defensive team and they just like go out and play 36, 38 minutes a night, do whatever you want kind of thing, and he just like breaks down or just doesn't not develop. You know what I mean? Like just gets put in a shit shit situ- gets put in a shit situation. Yeah, maybe. Well, if he goes to Rockets, it'd be fun. It'd be fun to watch. Yeah, yeah defense wouldn't be the main thing that they're known for. But what would, line, you... what would that lineup be? It would be, be Jalen Green, Kevin Porter Jr. Is it Sangoon, Sangoon and Jabari Smith Jr.? Is it, that'd be three and four, and then with Victor at the five. Is that what Victor would be doing? Is he playing center? I think so. But that's what I talk about. This is another thing. Like, what happens when Verse wants some of these bigger guys? Like, does, Victor might have all these skills, but does he have the body? Yeah, it might be like, that's what I mean, like situational. I don't want him to be in like a really poor shit run organization. Like if he was at the Spurs, for example, with Coach Pop or the Magic, I think are a lot better developing, trending in the right direction. Yeah. Maybe they'd protect him in better ways. They've got better roster. Wouldn't get him banging down with an Embiid or a Giannis. Like yeah. obviously that's what he wants, but I know what you mean. Like I just get scared, not scared, but he just gets thrown into this death zone and... Yeah, I don't know. What team would you like to see him on? Like, obviously, Rockets would... Any team's going to be fine. Like, LaMelo Ball throwing up these the alley-oops for him, whatever you want to... Yeah. What, what, um, where, would, where do you want to see him? Mayor Apollo would be fun. Yeah. Like, that's another young team you could have. I think in... What do they got? They got Anthony Cole. They got Paulo. They got Franz Wagner. And then they Bobo. could have... Bobo. Wendell Carter Jr. They had a really good young team. So I, I like them. There's plenty, there's young teams to have all their drafts that have drafted the last few years. Like it's all there. Mm. Maybe all they need is that Victor, that spark. Yeah, Detroit. You know, Jaden Ivey's come in, Sadiq Bay, Cade Cunningham's been shut down, Stewart's there, might play yeah. backup role. Yeah. Like it, yeah. So those teams, I'll say it again, just fellas, says Rockets, Pistons, Hornets, Spurs, Magic. For me, they're not going up. Sit there, bide your time this season. Wemby might be coming your way. They're in the Wemby zone. Fair? Yeah, that's fair. The swing zone. They could push. They can pull it back. They can tank. They can go either way. But these teams have to decide pretty much right now, day dot, what way they're going to go because the win-loss category, you know, you get too far behind that bottom four or five, the worst records, you're in, you're in strife. So I've got Wizards. Are they going to trade Bradley Beal? Apparently that exception, that trade exception has been lifted. So that's, that's a possibility. Lakers, we talked about at the start of the year, mate, all year, are they going to trade those two first round picks? Get rid of Russ, upgrade, win now for LeBron. He's came out in the media and he's, you know, making those little comments and everything he says he's pushing is meaningful. He's, he's, he's putting something out there. So we'll see what happens with that. The Raptors, they're always talked about at the deadline. Are they going to keep pushing along, chugging along? Is it time for them to sell, rebuild? I don't know what a rebuild looks like. Siakam, I don't know. Van Vliet, he's coming off his contract. Going to be a free agent. OG Anobi, everyone in the league wants him. Gary Trent Jr., like there's players there that, that make sense to me for a lot of contenders. 
the Bulls, it's been a disaster. That trade, the big Vooch has come back to backfire big time. I don't know what they do. They've stabled up a bit of stability the last month. Trailblazers, does Dame go? Do they just try and you know work this young core? Sharp, Simons, I don't know, man. Jeremy Grant, there's rumors they might move him on. Pacers, amazing start to the year. And they're slowly coming back to earth. Halliburton is, is a star for me. Assists through the roof. It sucks he got injured, but they were rolling. The Jazz, they came out of nowhere as well. This is a really good story for them. They're licking their lips after getting rid of Gobert. And my Oklahoma City Thunder. I didn't expect it to ha- I didn't expect this. So, yeah, those teams, mate. Is there any that kind of stand out to you that you want to talk about or what you expect maybe in a deadline or how their season's going? Just, yeah, talk to me. Well, I thought Portland had a good enough team to make play in, I guess, but then potentially playoffs. Um, I mean, that's a good lineup. But I don't know how they – they just can't really piece it together. I thought mm-hmm. Jeremy, Jeremy Grant was being a defensive anchor for them. But really, I don't know. Like, they shouldn't be that far down. Um, <laughs> seeing as OKC is two, is two, two spots up in the standings in front of them. Well, let's talk about Oklahoma City for a bit. I know you want to be talking. Talk <laughs> okay. If they're now in the playing picture, do they want to stay there? Do they want to be in the playoffs? There's yeah, no more tanking, obviously. There's no point. So now you're playing. You're going to play Shea the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's going to be. He's averaging 30. Tell me. Do you yeah. guys want to be in the playoffs? Is this what you're doing? Uh, it's, it sounds selfish. It sucks that we're winning this much because this was the... Honestly, Mitch, at the start of the year, I just said, this is our last year we have to tank. And I know you, it's a fine line of keeping Shea healthy. This is the last year. Next year, we go all in. But it's coming year early. We're not going to get Wemby. Or if we do, it's a fucking Christmas miracle. But yeah, I think they stay up there. Usually, Shea gets shut down every year, 55, 60 games. You push him all the way through now. You make him happy. You got Giddy. That, the, J, um, the Williams boys, love him. Chet's got to come back. Dort. We, we all know the cap space, the million picks. Like it's, I said it in the, our group chat last night. Team Shea up with a top 25, 30 player in the NBA or an all-NBA caliber player and just let him rip. And let's just see what this boy's actually made of, see what he's actually got in the tank, how good he can actually be. Because <clears throat> I, I, I honestly think, I think he's a top 25 player right now for me. And I think he has the, the capability in maybe two, three years like to be a top 10 player. He's that good. And... I, 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 we haven't even really talked about OKC on the show the last year or two. And you always ask me like, what's next for them? And I, I, all I say is like, Mitch, I don't know. Cause I don't know the timeline. And then this season, I know the timeline. SGA has just exploded. He's a fucking star. He is so good. So that's the timeline build around him. Cause I didn't know, are we going to build around Chet? Is it going to be these young guys coming through? Cause we're obviously drafting really well. And Shay's not old. Like he's I think 24. He's a baby, but these other guys coming in, you know, 19, 20. But this guy is a bona fide star. Build around him right now for me. I next In the offseason, I'd be working trades or just getting him just a second option. I don't know what that looks like. Maybe an elite wing player, but just get this man help because it is win now. And this is a – I think I said we're going to have two years to get to the playoffs. I reckon next year we're in the playoffs if we make just a few roster upgrades. What do you need? Top 25 player, what position? Any position? Any position, an elite player, maybe an elite. Winger. What's Chet going to play when he comes in? Five, I'd say. Definite? 
I, yeah, I'm pretty confident with that. We need a, you need a four. Well, need, William, that Williams is really good, bro. You need a defensive minded four. Yeah, but we've got like we can play big or small. Like we've got Dort there on the wing, who's like I know he's a bit short, a bit of a bulldog, but Jalen Williams is really good. There's two Williams boys, the little app that well, the big Afro boy. Um, twelve points a game, four rebounds, and three assists, and he's coming on really nicely. He's twelfth overall pick, and like, yeah, I'm just really high on him. Do you take back like a Jeremiah, Jeremiah Grant? Nah, I need something a bit better than that. You need something better. I'd even team Shay up with like another elite guard. Like it's really hard. Like I'm, yeah, I'm getting picky. Like it's this guy it's is just that weird good. with that giddy situation since he likes being on the ball. Maybe he could just take a six man role for a bit. It's, it is tough. It is tough. I agree. That could work. Six man. Would he do that? Is it these? Yeah. These are the kind of things you need to know. Like, do, do these guys are willing to take on that role? I mean, he would be a great six man for sure. I think he'd do that for sure. Maybe just look, get him, get him off the bench, and let SGA run run the show. Mm. Like I'm, yeah, I'm probably being too, too greedy. But like guys that come to my mind who I wouldn't be interested in, that is like uh, they're available. Bradley Buell, I wouldn't be interested in, and Levine, like a player like that, I wouldn't be interested in. Yeah, right now, they're asking yeah. too much. They're asking for too much money. And so I, need to, you might need to pay these young guys a few years. That's the thing. We might, yeah, I might be totally wrong and they just roll it back next year, keep this roster together and they just get better and better and better, which is exciting. But I think like... Which is the most organic way to do it. Which which is great, which I love. But I just think keep Shea happy because I, I didn't know, I, as I said, I didn't know he's going to be this good. He's close to a top, he's probably a top seven or eight guard in the league right now. I'd have to look, but yeah, that could be right. Well, he's averaging. He's one of five or six people who's averaging 30 at the moment. Easily a top 10 guard. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. So actually, I want to play that game with you now. I was thinking about this. Sorry. And then we're going to get off my thunder. I'm just giving you my, give me my few, few minutes here. Okay. I'm assuming you'd prefer Donovan Mitchell over SGA? Yes. Yep. Jalen Brunson. We'll see. I think he's like on 22 and 7 this year. Ugh. In the playoffs, the Knicks, he's bounced back. He's a guy that can finish in the fourth. Like he's one of those dudes. We've talked about him before on the show. Like he's having a really good year. Just like who I'm asking who's above each other. Who's this asking who I want on my team? Yeah. Like who do you think's a better player or who would you have on your team? Who would you prefer? Like SJ right now or Brunson? Younger SJ. Like just be honest, I'm not going to, you know me, mate. You made this one a tough one because it is a tough one. Oh, really guess, guess what? There's going to be tougher ones coming, bro. We're just warming up. Yeah. Okay. I'll say, I'll say he is above. Okay. Trey Young. No. Okay. I'm going to just make the statement now. If the draft gets redone in 2018, he goes number two, in my opinion, SGA. Are, the, are these draft, are, are you name, um, calling out these draft names? No, no. Just like I'm okay. just saying, if they run the 18 draft again, I think he's better than Trey Young. Oh. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think he is. That's just my opinion. That's my opinion. I think he's a more complete player on both ends of the floor. Yeah. Trey Young is, yeah, I've said it before, he's this fucking great player, star. But this year's been weird. We can talk about the Hawks a bit later. All right. Halliburton. Oh. This is, this is good. I want to get you thinking. Fucking hell, what's the average in 20 and 10, Halliburton almost? <laughs> oh, it's so hard because I just keep coming back to that. He's averaging thirty points a game. He's one of only 
who, in the league is averaging 30. It's like, That's who do you think is right now? Yeah, who do you think is a better player or who would you have in your team? Like, who? Yeah. yeah I know it's is, it, is it more just like Shea because he needs to take more of an offensive role in that team because there's not much going on? I just think he's a better player. Offense? I just think he's a way better player. Like, if you put Shea in that Pacers outfit, like, I just, bro, that's just my opinion as Bryce. Like, he is, I, I didn't even know he was this good as I said. He's come out of nowhere. So, I think he's better than Halliburton. I'm taking okay. Shea right now. Is Shea better than Drew Holiday? Yes. Talent-wise, but Drew Holiday is a more complete player. So. But if I were to pick someone on my team, because right I now, like, right now I'm to win. minded I'm, I want Drew Holiday. Right now to win? Yeah, because I want Drew Holiday. Yeah. I, he's going to win. That. I agree He's a that. winner. I agree with that. That's why I'm not asking you silly ones like Luca, Steph Curry, Ja Morant, stuff like that. I get, I get that. That's why these these middle tier guards, and he's, in my opinion, Shea's slowly working his way up. He's better than Lamelo Ball, right? Shea, yeah, yeah. Lamelo's taken a bit of a dive. I feel. I think, yeah, probably he is. Okay, I think Ja's better than SGA. So we just we clear that up. Obviously, Curry. Yep. What about? Luca. Yep, I'm not, yeah. I wouldn't disrespect you like that, mate. Is Anthony Edwards a two? Is he a guard? One or two combo guard, yeah. Who would you prefer, SGA or Anthony Edwards? Edwards. Yeah, I think Anthony Edwards will be the, is a better player or will be the better player, but right now I pick SGA in regards to, like, just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like how he's performing now. All right, I've got one or two left and I'll leave you alone. You're probably yeah. thinking, you're breaking my brain. Darren Fox. Oh, he's playing so good this season. He's... I feel like he should be an all-star. So do I. He's on my that he's one of my all-star team. He's on my all-star reserves for West. Which we'll probably go on a bit later. I've got I've got my tangent bit, some funky ones, but I think De'Aaron Fox deserves it. Is he better than SGA? I'd say they're pretty level. Okay. So who are you picking though? Just for the potty. Just for the potty. I keep receipts as well. They're, they're third they're third in the West, man. It's tough. They were bad last year, Sacramento. Mm. I'll go De'Aaron Fox right now. He's playing really good. Beautiful. I respect that. And I'll give you a little surprise. I've got a king starting in my all-star game. It's a bonus. <clears throat> we roll on. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's different. Um, yeah, so like these teams, as I said, push, tank, like Wizards, it's the same old shit. What's going on for Brad the Bill? We've talked about this before. Lakers, like, do you even want to talk about the Lakers? Like LeBron is playing amazing, amazing. Are they going to trade those picks? I think that is sit tight now. They're nowhere near it. They're that far off. But yeah, they might sneak into the plan. AD is injured again. Trailblazers, you've touched base on. The Bulls don't even rock my socks off. Like great last yeah. year. Well, what's AD? Do you know? When, do we know AD's timeline? Do we know when he's coming back? Coming back this year, he said he'll be playing in twenty twenty three. Like maybe after the All Star. Like he said he'll be back soon. But well, they're one and a half games out of the out of the ten spot. They can still make a push. They can still do it somehow. They can still make the play in. But AD's got to come back, man. Yep. LeBron's playing too good to not make the playoffs or play in. That's nuts. You can't be doing this at that age, surely. Like, what? If he's averaging, if he's averaging just about 30, what has he got? I think he's got 38 and 7. Might be like 29.7 points per game or something like that. But basically, 38 and 7. Mm. You can't be doing that at 38 years old. And when does it slow down? We, we, I remember you saying three, four years ago, oh, LeBron will slow down soon. Things will start to slow down. He hasn't slowed down in terms of numbers. Numbers-wise, but... He just hasn't had the right people around him with injuries and AD. Mm. Yes, he's won a championship, but 
he probably wants to he probably wants like his tenure in Lakers to do much better than it has been. Definitely. But it has slowed down in regards to affecting the game sometimes, like blowing by guys and throwing it down in their face kind of thing. Like he's resulted more to jump shooting. But I agree, like this is just absolutely absurd the way he's playing. Phenomenal. Astronomical. Like it's We'll, we'll, we'll never see another guy like LeBron James. We're so fortunate, fortunate in our lifetime to see someone like him. He's gonna, he's already overtaken um, Kareem in overall points, which is a regular season and playoffs. Mm. This season, he's gonna overtake regular season, which is massive. We just say finish career. He'll finish his career forty thousand plus points. Yeah, but like he's thirty-eight thousand. I'm guessing he'll be in top ten for rebounds and assists. Who does that? There will, be, there will never, ever be another guy like LeBron James. I'm going, I'm willing to say as far as going, no one will ever overtake his points. Who's going to play 20 plus years and have the longevity like LeBron James has had? Who's going to put this much amount of time and money into his body? He's the, most, con- he's the most consistent, just as you said, how long he can play. And du- he's the most consistent, durable athlete ever. Ever. Like, ever. Like, I couldn't agree more. And someone I think could, but I don't know if he's got that hunger and push, he's Luca. But Luca also said he doesn't, he doesn't want to play for 20 years. Exactly. Exactly, yeah. I, I, I couldn't agree more. I just, like, you know I'm not the biggest fan, but I just sit there, have my seatbelt on, and just watch and appreciate. Because how long is this going to go for? This is, like, once-in-a-lifetime stuff, generational. You just can't hate a guy like LeBron. You never yeah. can. We're all going to miss him when he leaves. 100%. Top two of all time. Then it's debatable. Yeah, well, if you have LeBron James out of your top five, then you don't know basketball. I think out of your top three. But yeah. Um, Pacers Jazz. Is there anything there for you that gets the juices flying that you want to talk about, or do we kind of roll past his swing zone? I think we'd skip rolling, brother. I think we spend too much time on these dirt teams. I'm just glad that you agree SJ is better than Halliburton right now. So <laughs> Halliburton, what's his third season? Yeah. 20 and 10 for that guy. And for the guy, I'm really well paced. They were, they've lost four in a row now, I think. But before you, he's now, he's injured for that reason. But before that, they'll go really well. I think just jazz quickly, obviously that, that trade, we don't have to touch, touch on it now. But Laurie Malkinon. All-star. Phenomenal. I've got to give him his props. What, what a turnaround for him. What, like, just a turn of the coin. He's, like, so good. Because he had that one good season. He had a really good season in Chicago. I don't know if his rookie year or his second year, but he played really good. And he yeah. sort of had a bit, he sort of slowed down a bit. Like we all thought it was going to be really good, like a really good stretch for. Then he went to Cavs, sort, sort of took a backseat to a lot of the bigger guys. Now he's found his new role. He's their best player. Easily. His running mate, Jordan Clarkson, playing well as well. So he had, I think that, I think that, um, I think that off-season playing for his, for his country, like he bought out, he, that was like, that was big for him. And now it's really, it's paid dividends for him this season in the Utah Jazz because I had them nowhere near playoffs or even play in. That was the same. Yeah, spot on. Just for the listeners, I'll say that again. These are my swing zone teams. Mitchie, you approve, I assume. Wizards, Lakers, Raptors, Bulls, Trailblazers, OKC, Pacers, and Jazz. They want to make a trade. They want to, you know, sell whatever way they want to go. I think all those teams are capable and they're going to be thinking the next two weeks that we're going to find out what they want to do. Just quickly, the Raptors, what's, what's the deal there, you think? Scotty, Scotty Barnes, who was a rookie of the year last year, I don't know, 
really have not seen much about him. I am very, very disappointed in him this year. I'm not going to jump the gun yet because I've heard some people say this is just a fall from grace kind of thing. I'm going to give him more time. I've got to be. I've got to learn to be patient with these guys because I'm really not. But I'm going to be patient. I'm going to give him more time. But he's been terrible. I agree. Like teams are guarding like Draymond Green or Ben Simmons offensively. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you have a player out of the Raptors in the All Star team? Yes. Do you? Yes. Okay. Good. Good work. <laughs> Smart man. Yeah. I just think yeah they've just they don't have any like identity like they're all these big tall long rangy positionless guys like they're literally like centers point forwards all combine like they're really not really good defensively but you know what i mean like individually they're tough to kind of get by but they just their half court offense is terrible it, it just the energy it just looks off like they win games and you just left like there's nothing there another thing if so van fleet rejected a map uh, sorry an extension offer i think he, he's got to go but while is that smart to do on his case if he's not playing as well as he should have? Like, he was an all-star last year, I'm pretty sure. He's not playing as good as this year. Their team's playing pretty horribly by their standards. Is there yeah. someone going to pay four or five years, $120 million, $150 million for Van Vliet? Is that... I think that's what he wants, but I... Who's going to do that? Because I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't take Van Vliet. Neither would I. Small guard. Shooting's been down this year. Three point, yeah, it's been really disappointing for him, really bad. Numbers are down big, yeah. I always get this team pop into my head with him, like if he goes to the free agency or wants to move, him and Luca. He's similar to like Jalen Brunson. I think Jalen Brunson's better than obviously Van Fleet. But you know what I mean? Like a second fiddle, but yeah, I, I'm just so disappointed in the Raptors. I, Van Fleet, I don't know where he goes. Maybe they up him. Maybe he knows he's got the bargaining power. Do they Maybe blow they it up? Him. Do they blow it up and then just keep Siakam and Scotty Barnes and try and build around that? Siakam's getting on. I think he's 29, nearly 30. I, I'd be keeping Siakam. Like he's so good. No one really talks about him, but he was third all NBA last year. But yeah. yeah. We'll see at the deadline. I think they're they're the team everyone is hovering around. Are they gonna buy? Are they gonna sell? They can make moves either way. I think we just well, there's, there's, a, there's a guy I want from that team on my team. OG? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he'd be... He'd be, he'd be, perfect, <laughs> every for, team. He'd be perfect for for, for my starting team. We need it. Yeah, love it. We need, we need a strong four. All right, we can get to your team a bit later if you're interested, mate. These teams, and there's a lot of them, pedal to the metal, chasing the wins, will be active in the deadline if they can upgrade their roster, get in the playoffs, Try and win a series, get to the finals. Suns, T-Wolves, Clippers, Warriors, Hawks, Mavericks, Knicks, Heat, Pelicans, Kings, Cavs, Nets, 76ers, Bucks, Grizzlies, Nuggets, and Celtics. I think every single one of those teams are trying to win. Some, yeah. of, them aren't, some of them aren't achieving that. Let's start with the Timberwolves. That is the worst trade in NBA history. For me, I've ever seen. And I'll be honest with you, Mitch. You know how I biased him on my OKC and Sam Presti. I think he's one of the top GMs in the league. He didn't pay James Harden. And that was bad. That's been hovering over my head for years, mate. Why wouldn't you do that? That is one of the most dumbest decisions. That's, that's... Dying, I'm, I'm, I'll tell you right now before we move on. That's, that was a dynasty throw out the window. You would throw have, out the window. I can guarantee you right now, if you kept James Harden, you would at least have one championship. Guaranteed. So that was probably one of the worst trades I've seen, or the worst trade, the James Harden trade. 
And people could say, oh, it wouldn't have worked out a Russ and Harden, but look at the uh, NBA now. Well, bullshit. Different, what different um, combination there is. Exactly. 100% it works out. You make it work out. Exactly. So that was the worst trade, and it's been hovering over me for a while. But this year, I've never felt better <laughs> because the Jazz have absolutely, oh, they've robbed, they've robbed the T-Wolves. This is the worst trade like I've ever seen. This is a disaster for the T-Wolves. Ant- Ant-Man's not happy. D'Angelo Russell, you are on your way. We've already talked about him. We're not a fan. Like, this is a disaster. The picks they've given up, I'm, I'm blown away. I think the only thing that might keep Edwards there is that after, after this season, he'll be eligible for an extension, a rookie extension. So they'll, he'll definitely get paid. He knows that. Mm-hmm. And he'll be the top guy. Yeah. But I guess he just wants clarity on if he thinks he's going to be getting better players or a better roster around him because he'll be this. He's the star of the show now. It's mm-hmm. him. Yep. Is Cat going to be there his whole career? He's probably the first guy to get traded if they need to try and wiggle something out of work. He's got trade value, obviously. Yep. Would you have him? Oh, you've got Adebayo. Uh, I, don't, I don't think Cat's a top... I'd have to have a think, but he's definitely not a top five, probably not even top seven. Senna? Yeah. No, probably, yeah, probably top eight to nine right now. Yeah. So, yeah, it has worked out in Utah's favour. I mean, who who know who who had a thought they'd go? That <laughs> first season in the first what fifteen games or something that was just rubbish to watch. But, daylight um, robbery, daylight robbery. Yeah. Okay. But you know how I feel about Rudy Gobert. You know exactly how I feel about him. You think he reeks? You can smell him from over here. He's just a, he's just a tree tree in the paint. He's just gonna he's just gonna burn out quick. When he's Offers nothing offensively. Put out when he's handling the ball at half court and bringing her up and trying to oh, fucking. Oh, jeez. Cringe. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's get out of Minnesota. The Suns, do you want to talk, want to touch base on them or we want to roll and just wait till they get healthy? Like it's been a weird year for them. Do you want to touch base or keep going? Yeah, like they're not, obviously, expectations are they're not as good as they're supposed to be. They're out of the play, playing picture right now. But once Booker comes back, they're, they're definitely a playoff team. I just, I just wonder what the relationships are like behind closed doors. We've seen this. I don't know if I mentioned to you in that first podcast at the start of the season, but I think I may have talked about like DeAndre Ayton and some things going on, the relationships. You did. did. So apparently not a good relationship with Monty Williams. They had some bad communication there. And then you obviously now you've seen, um, now you've seen DeAndre Ayton and um, kind of thing. What kind of thing of the guards name the wing player? Your your man. Mikhail Bridges. Yeah, Mikhail Bridges. They were arguing on court and on, on the bench. And like and Chris Paul's not playing as good as he should be and Book is injured. They went from just about being a championship team to being looking like a championship bust. Yeah, mate. I like to explain it like this. Couldn't agree more. Sixty four wins last year. We nailed the unders. That was eyes closed. Bang. Job done. Before the season, the Robert Sava stuff, the owner, really disturbing, disgusting stuff. It floated. It's been hanging over the head and it's still, it's still there. They're trying to sell, aren't they? Yeah. And he's got still all these bar- bargaining power to decide who comes in and buy it. And so it's just, yeah, really, really fucked. Anyway, going into the season, Jay Crowder, one of their top, oh, he's a, he was a starter last year, one of their top seven or eight guys. He's not playing. I don't want to play. And they're still fucking paying him. I found this out the other day. They're still paying him, this guy that's sitting on there. I don't think he's got, I don't even know if he's got a trade market for him now. 
It's, it's been that long. How has he been training, Mitch? Is he is he healthy, ready to go? Start banging bodies. It takes time. We don't know. You put that into Cam Johnson. Was their starting four to start the year? Young, athletic, really liking, exciting. He he's been injured. Then we talk about Chris Paul, and we declared this last year. The the Suns' window's closed. It's gone. Championship window. It's closed. He's slowing down. He's just an older body. And then you on top of that, Booker. I think he's a flat out close to a superstar. Like I love him. You when your best guys down, a lot of teams are going to struggle. And then on top of that, you got your eight and drama, niggling in the locker room. It just, yeah. From the top to the bottom, injuries, chemistry. It's been a long two or three years for them. They've won a lot of basketball games, and maybe this is just, I don't know, the valve just being released. But in saying that, I know you've got a little smirk on your face. In saying that, I think when Booker comes back, they get back into the plane. I wouldn't be surprised if they get out. And what are they versus Memphis? If they're fully fit? <laughs> I'm taking Suns every day of the week. You reckon? Yes. That's a juicy first round. Seven games. What happens if they, they somehow get up into the six? I actually don't think that'll happen right now. No, I'm going to settle down. It's going to be Denver or Memphis. You're right. But does Chris Paul have it in him? I just don't know if he does. Fuck, mate. They're only a game and a half from the six. You never know. They come back and go and win 13 or 16 games or something, and they're back up there. It's a, it's a defensive nightmare for Chris Paul. Oh, it's, it's, it's not fun to watch for him anymore. It's, it's really slow. His old legs. I don't think he's going to catch. If they play, play that fast-paced transition game with Memphis, I don't think it's going to work out. Because mm. Suns like the settle. Mm. Suns yeah. like offensive structure. They love playing that. They love playing in the half court, especially when Chris Ball's at the top. And when he's playing, I've noticed he's getting like put in these sp- spots on the floor where he's uncomfortable, and it's just not him. Like it's not his natural game, yeah. and it's just oh, it's just sad the decline. But we're gonna wait. We're gonna see. They might make a trade. They might if yeah. they get healthy, they make that run. Playing, I wouldn't want to play them. That's all I'm gonna say. So yeah, I'm gonna keep rolling through these teams. You tell me when you want to stop. Clippers, we've talked about. Warriors, we've pretty much talked about. We can talk about them yeah. a bit later if you want. Like yeah. they're a championship pick. Hawks. Yeah. Oh, is it underachieving or is it just what is going on? Yeah. Oh, they've got a good team on paper. I think. But well, maybe, maybe also this. Like the East is tough. Very. I personally think the East is better this year than the West. I agree. A the lot top, of good East teams. The top five, six teams, very good. That top six is set now, I personally believe. Um, mm, I agree. And a lot of those guys, like, that's a lot of juicy matchups for me. So maybe it's this case of the East is so tough that Atlanta just find it hard to battle with the top six teams. Like, is Trey Young, is he not as good? Is, he, is this how good he's going to get? Does he get better? I think he's just extremely hard to play with right now. And I've said before, like, he's an offensive, like, juggernaut, whatever you want to put it. Like, he averaged close to 30 last year, 10 assists, essentially. But I just think he's hard to play. This ISO ball, heliocentric stuff. They brought DeJounte Murray in. It's kind of like, he's actually, his PER and his usage rate is higher than last year with DeJounte Murray. It's weird. Then you've got this John Collins stuff floating around still. I've heard there's, they're, they're finding it very hard to get a suitor to pay for his remaining three-year, $25 million deal. Yeah. That's always floating around. Uncertainty, unhappy. You hear about this bullshit two years ago in the playoffs for the Hawks. Trey Young's taking his own private jet. I reckon <laughs> he's just a. Co- I'm going to say it. I reckon he's a little, a cocky little fuck. Bit of a drama queen. Drama queen, ego, s- fucking super talented. Shoot yeah, I think, 
I think it's happened when you're made like a friend when you made a franchise player and you're paid the most, and you know you're drafted by a team who who thinks like, hey, we can win a championship with this guy. Like, it's a lot of pressure. I guess it just gets to your head as well. Does Trey Young is he is he staying in Atlanta for the rest of his career? Is he a one team guy? This is their last roll of the dice for me, mate. I reckon they look at trades next year. Legit, they'll look at this deadline. They can't move Collins on. I reckon they look at Trey. Yeah. I reckon Yeah. I reckon they're close to done with him. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Well look, I even I don't know if I think about this now. They got they've got the Knicks, Atlanta, Indiana, and Chicago in in the play in. Mm. They would have to verse New York in the first round of the play in. Who wins? Fully fit. You know what? They probably somehow fucking I'd I'd want to lead towards the Knicks because I like what they're doing, but Talent-wise, you probably think, well, they've got the best yeah. player in the series. Like, it sucks. They might win again. Okay, if they lose and somehow if Chicago beat Pacers, does Chicago beat Atlanta? Yeah, they could if they're healthy and they get a few guys back, yeah. but So in a blink of an eye, they could just be out of the playoffs and mm-hmm. have got this, got this full team together. Disaster. It's a disaster. They went from Eastern Conference Finals to bounce in the first round by Miami last season and then possibly not even in playoffs every single year since then i've been respectful like that was really good but every single year that keeps going on mate and it's a disaster like this it is more fluky it's more fluky it's more fluky we've seen we've seen this before happen so let's roll on that that team just i don't like it let's roll on brother mavericks talk about them a bit later mvp race yeah Knicks. we've talked about jalen brunson they've got a guy in the fourth quarter julius randall Last year, disaster. The year before that, MIP, most improved. He's slot straight in the middle somewhere. He's a lot better this season. He's back to these good old self, let's say. And things that, you know, they're above 500. They look like a, well, they might be in the play-in, but, you know, it's a it's a good team. It's decent. Like, they're not going to win the championship, but it's good winning basketball in New York. I think that's all you can ask for. They made, they got their guy. They probably wish they went all in on Donovan Mitchell, but... Is that fair? Or you just don't? Yeah, well, look, I think there's something exciting for New York. I mean, New York fans definitely want to be back in the playoff picture. They want to be, they want to be like known again. They want to, they want to be, <laughs> they just don't want to be a team that tanks every year and it sucks. Because New York fans are just like pretty passionate and sportive. Mm. Donovan Mitchell is the one that got away for sure, considering what he's been doing this season for the Cavs. 50 Let's point talk games. Cavs. Let's talk Cavs. Are you high on the Cavs? Is it still just another waiting game? Not waiting okay. game. Is it still another luck season or two away from seeing Evan Mowley's luck truly show? Yep. Well on. I'm super high on the Cavs. I love their, their combination with their guards. And obviously Mobley. Is he going to be a Tim, Tim Duncan-esque, KG-esque? He's offensively, he's dropped off this year. Alan, we love. I still just think they're one guy away. They can ramp Slank up in the deadline or next year try and get that guy, that wing player, because Karis Levert's not, not doing it for me. Yeah. Who was that game, mate? Like, was it last week or the week before? And oh, I think it was against Utah, and they lost to Utah on the road. Remember Karis Levert gave away, like, those fouls down the stretch. Did you see that? Oh, against, away, like, Jordan, against Jordan Clarkson. That's Clark. right. Yeah. yeah. Karis yeah. Levert, what the, f- bro? He looked yeah. that dopey and slow. What are you doing getting up in his grill? And I mean, he, he lost I mean, the game for him. I think it was, like, two, three-point fouls. 
But and like there was that. another foul, which led yeah. to free throws down yeah. the stretch. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell's homecoming. And Donovan Mitchell was, I think he put up 45 or something, 42. Yeah. And yeah. you do that to him. Yeah. One possession game. What are you doing? Well, maybe they look for a trade. Maybe they look for some trade, trading yeah. options. Who knows? I think they want to do that. I don't know who's available and who they can get. Mm. But look, Cavs are definitely on the up. Um, we just don't know how far Moby Black can can grow. Like, what what is what's his ceiling, Moby? Like, how does he? What does he turn into? Does he turn into a twenty and ten guy? I was hoping so, but he's shooting like less than twenty percent from three now. And I know that's not his bread and butter. Like, I use little things like that. It's just not digress, but maybe a bit slower. Maybe he's not getting enough looks. I think that's it. Like, a, you got a Donovan Mitchell, Garland. He's just trying to fit in and just. Understand the environment. Play his role, maybe. Play his role. Offensively, it'll come. Exactly. Yeah. 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 What is there? What's Cavs' ceiling in terms of this season? Probably win. Can they get East Conference Finals? I think that's a bit too far. I think they can win one series and get to the second round. I'm going to say right now for the East, that four-five seed, death zone, death zone. Whatever two teams finish there, you want to be avoiding that. Right now, it's it's Nets and Cavs. Absolute disaster. Philly. They were really low. They're coming up. They're shot up to third all of a sudden. That's how quickly it can happen. They were in that zone. I'm telling you. And this is why it's crucial for the Nets. Because once again, last year, Kevin Durant goes down. They're the second seed. They end up in the fucking plane. What happens this year? They were on 19 of 21 games or 18 of 20 games or rolling. KD goes down again. Look where they are. They've lost three in a row. They're down in the fourth. Can you trust the support, the, the role players of Nets in the playoffs? AKA Ben Simmons. I can trust him as long as he's not at the free throw line. If he, and that's the thing, teams are going to fail him. We're not dumb. Playoffs, slows down. He goes to the free throw line, it's over. They don't win. Simple as that. He's just unplayable in the fourth. That's it. But he's been playing really good. He's got it together. I got to give him credit for that. And I do trust, like, I wasn't confident at the start. I'm pretty sure I had Brooklyn at my third seed. And all I said was just talent. And we're finally seeing what is capable. And obviously, Kevin Durant is on another planet. And it sucks he got injured. But to your question, I trust the role players. Yeah. 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 Did Brooklyn have enough to go to East Conference Finals? Yes. I think personally, they match up. If they, see, I don't think it's going to happen now. Like Katie has to come back real quick. But if they finish second or third, like against Milwaukee, I think they match up really well against the Bucs. What Benson is guiding Giannis. I just think they've got the bodies and the Bucks' offense is really, really poor right now. Giannis yeah. is shooting, like, it's just off. And I know they're missing Middleton. We're going to have to wait. But I think they match up really well. I'd yep. love to see 76ers Nets. That is, that'll melt the internet. That'll melt my Because Cavs could go, Cavs could go third and then fourth, fifth could be 76ers Nets. And that would melt the internet. Twitter would, yeah. Twitter would be done. There would be no more Twitter. Irving against Harden, KD against Embiid. That'd be fun. Give it to us. But, you know, me, every year I want these matchups and I never get what I want. The last three years, I'm left dry. This, this, this year's playoffs in the East will be very good. That the five. Be, yeah. Uh, I, I know. I'm just in terms of each series. Mm. I think they're going to be very good, especially when it gets to the later rounds. The second round in East Conference Finals, that's, that's, where, that's where the views will be for sure. Mm, yep. Yeah, so we've touched base Cavs, Nets, 76ers, they're starting to come up. Obviously, they're top four, they're top four teams. Bucks, we've touched. Um, do you want to touch Pelicans? 
I've got two mid-tier teams here, and then we'll roll to MVP race and our t- more top teams. So I've got Pelicans and your Miami Heat. Well, Pelicans, oh, I think it would I say top four for them. That was your hot take, mate, and they deserve to be – they should be up at the number two seat still, but unfortunately Zion got injured. B.I. hasn't been there. I'm telling you, Mitch, I'm going to come out hot and heavy. I'm going to back you up. You might not be thinking this playoff-wise, but if they are healthy, watch the fuck out. I'm going to say it. Okay, well, if they – let's say they end up in the third spot, what happens if they burst? Because, look, this the team's in fifth and sixth right now are Dallas and Warriors. So what happens if they burst Dallas? Oh. Gentlemen sweep. You think they sweep Dallas? I'll be respectable then and go six games. I, I think they, their four guys are good. They, I mean, they're like one of the deep, easily a top three deepest team in the league. Yeah. Easily. We haven't seen BI all year. The only question for me is, can Brandon Ingram and Zion play together and get it going in the playoffs? CJ McCollin is so unselfish. He's starting to get his shit together. Valentunas. And we know we know about your boy Herbie. Herbie Jones. Big Herb, like Big Herb man. They're honestly yeah, it's, there. it's there. Like they are so deep. Trey Murphy the third, Dyson Daniels, Alvarado, Larry Nancy's doing his thing. Devontae Graham, Killian Hayes, like Lewis Jr., Garrett Temples. Like, I know there's we're getting down the the roster spots here. Marshall, like I just they, What's that they, mean for Dallas? So they versus Dallas in the first round, they beat him in five games. How does Luca reply to this? Like, what is he? What 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 does Luca need? Like, unfortunately, we don't know. Like, we don't ever know if he can play with a second star. Do we do we know that he'll stay in Dallas forever? No, we don't know that. But he's very lucky that he's got Mark Cuban with him. I can guarantee you, Mark Cuban will pay just about any amount of money for him to stay. Yeah, he'd be making millions just of him on the team, jersey sales, etc. Yeah, exactly. Games. Yeah, especially European wise. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I think we should move on. Yeah, I, I honestly don't have answers for the Mavericks, mate. I, I think they've honestly they've fucked it really bad with Brunson, not giving him that fifty odd million. Do you think he misses Brunson then? Brunson's so good. Like he's yes. not a great player. He's he might be an all star. I don't think he necessarily should be, but like he's just good. Like, he's a good fucking player, bro. And he's played really good in the playoffs. And maybe they got last year, obviously, but maybe they got nervous because the playoffs before that, the year before, he's a smaller guy, six foot. He might have got bullied. Maybe that was just not in there. You know, that Arsenal, that's not the type of player we want to pair Luca with. But he was really good last year and yeah. he's really, really good this year. So I think they missed, they, they blew that, unfortunately. So especially the money. Cap's going up soon. 60 million, bro. Four years. <laughs> Where do I sign? Anyway. Yeah. Heat, do you want to – I'll give you your two-minute heat, Ramble, or you, you've been enjoying the um, season for them. They started slow. They're obviously above 500 now. For me yeah, – I think, I think just, based off, just based off the teams in front of us, I think it's where we should be. I mean, Boston and North, you can't deny they have a BR. I mean, Embiid and Harden starting to put it together now. Brooklyn obviously started really well, and their role players playing good. And Cavaliers. I think we started the season was very bad, just very – we're underachieving massively. Butler missed a lot of games. We couldn't get a decent lineup like for a continuous continuous amount of games. But we're piecing together now, and I think we're, we're I think where we should be based mm. off how good we're playing. Because you've got to consider this a team in front of us. Um, but um, I'd be happy to move up another couple of spots. But who knows? Like we could go on a run. We always like we second half of the season. Usually we we go a lot better. Mm. We've just started off really bad, and 
I wasn't really happy and yeah. But do you have any do you have any players from this Miami team in Orsa? Yeah. You do? Okay. Mm. Okay, that's fair. That's good. Do you I guess to talk about it. yeah, of course. Of course I'm gonna have some Miami players. But yeah, we'll talk about that soon, I guess. Mm. But yeah, I think we'll I think we're where where we should be. Can I see us making the Eastern Conference Finals? Slim chance against the other teams. I'm, I'm being pretty honest. So mm. I think ceiling is second round. I just don't see us getting past Bucks or Boston when it comes to this crunch time, especially with how good they're going, especially Boston. Yeah. I think they just seem unbeatable when they're healthy. I'd love to see you guys against Philly or Nets. Yeah, I'd feel pretty good. I'd feel good about that because oh, Cavs, we Cavs. play we play really good against Brooklyn. We, we get we work out something KD, even though he still scores. We work out something. Cavs, I reckon, would be yeah. I don't think they'd be able to slow down Jimmy, but yeah. let's keep rolling. This is the teams. Obviously, the the further we go down this list, when you get to you know the 76ers, Bucks, Grizzlies, Nuggets, Celtics, like obviously really good teams. We don't have to go in. Oh, this player's playing great, and that's kind of where it transitions for me to our MVP race. Yep. Has this been the widest race for you in? Maybe the last five, six years. Like for me, oh, this is how I saw it. Have a think about it. This is how I saw it. Obviously, Luca comes out braining it. Then Curry's come out statistically. Like the Warriors, obviously, the, off the championship, it's a slow start, but statistically, it's his second best season ever. And the plus minus for him, like when, as soon as he sits on the bench, he was dog shit. It, Clay was missing games. Um, he was just through the roof and then unfortunately got injured, Curry. So that just takes him out for me. Then Giannis was just killing it. But undercover for me, Giannis misses, he's starting to miss a few more games. I know he's got knee soreness. But no one, I feel like no one's given him enough respect. Like Middleton's played a handful of games. Holiday's in and out. Like he's just keeping his team afloat. They're the second seed for Christ's sake. Like it's, it's, I just think it's pretty remarkable. Not many teams would be able to do that. The second and third best guys missing games. So he's been solid. He was in the race early. Then I was getting real pumped up about Tatum. I think they were 21 and five, the Celtics. And I'm going, He's a top seven or eight player in the league right now. Like someone fucking stop him. And not that he slowed down, but obviously the race has started to turn. KD stepped in next for me. Once again, I think statistically it was his second best season. Like he's shooting 60% from the field. Like it's just ridiculous what some of these guys are doing. You talked about it before. How many guys average 30 in the league? Just offensively. It's fucking phenomenal. I love it. And then... Nikola Jokic stepped in for a three-peat. And that's where the discussion is now. So I, I wipe Curry out. Tatum's still sniffing around. Luca's still sniffing around. 60-point triple-double, 60-20 and 20 or whatever. Giannis, he's dropped down for me, but he's still there. Like, I don't think he's playing terrible, terrible. His shooting's not good. Durant injury wipes him out for me. And Jokic, three-peat. He's the favorite right now. Jokic, Giannis, Luca, Tatum. They're guys that have pretty much played most majority of the minutes compared to the others. And then we can factor in my rant's nearly over. We can factor in a Zion for a few weeks. He's been injured. We can factor in an Embiid. They started dog shit. They didn't want to get back in transition to defend. Look where they are now up in the third seat. And they've snuck up on everyone. Everyone's going, Oh shit. Embiid is a motherfucker again. He's been this all along. He's so good. So take it away. Yeah. Well, I've only got four guys right now. And you mentioned before some Giannis, Luca, Tatum, Jokic. Okay. Is it fair for me to honourable mention though? Durant? Yeah, for sure. Those are, those are definitely honourable mentions. So especially Embiid. Okay. Embiid should be up there. Josh should be up there. They're a second seed. And Curry. I think, I think for me, like when we talk about MVP, it's like most important word in MVP is valuable. 
guys like Luca and Giannis are very valuable. And Jokic. I think the thing for me for Tatum is, yes, he's averaging 30. He's got 38 and four. But they got a fucking really deep team. He's got a running mate who's really, really good that never gets talked about, Jalen Brown, who's going to be an all-star. So, yes, while Tatum is playing phenomenal and he's growing more each year, like he, he's really, he makes it look easy when he starts to score, doesn't it? When Tatum? he gets in the rhythm, he's running down the hill and he's doing his Euro step and he's getting his step back, he's getting his fade away. It, he makes it look really easy, but I think he gets a lot of benefit, a lot of, a lot, a lot of benefit from his team defensively as well. Like it helps again to his offensive sets. So that's fair. Old Tatum has been good. Like look at that team they've got. Like it, I feel like if Tatum wasn't playing, they'd still win games. Mm, that's just yeah. how good they are. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Very good system. You're right. Yeah. Roll over uh, to your, your next guy. Is that Luca? Yeah, I'd go Luca. Like there's zero Luca when he's not playing, there's zero and five. Fuck. He's averaging 34, nine and eight. I like how you brought up the the V and MVP valuable. That's right there. Was it's the key word valuable? Yeah, it's why LeBron James has won it four times. It's why these players like we should be talking about the more valuable players. Why Jokic is a valuable player to Denver, but with Luca, yeah, the zero and five. Watching Luca play, like, do you enjoy watching, it? I love watching Luca play because it's watching him call for a screen and switch, and then just get into like his bag is poetic because mm. when he moves, no one can move with him. And like, it's perfect in the way he moves and he spins and he bumps and just like, it looks, I know it just looks perfect to me. I don't know how, how you see it, mm. but like, I mean, guys like him is the only reason that Dallas wins. He touches the ball every time. He gets guys. He makes guys look better. It's like the, I guess it's another Jokic factor. Jokic makes guys look better as well. We'll look at Jokic. Twenty-five point triple double just about. I think he's averaging not nine point seven assists. So basically a triple double. And now they're a first seed. I mean, I messaged you two, three. How long ago? Two, three weeks ago. You got in early. I said, and I because I was watching a game. I was like. Like, how can you not give this guy the MVP again? Like, they're playing so good. And I looked in his, I think like he was paying $10. I think it was like four or five, probably like fifth or six in odds for MVP. And I messaged you saying, can you win it again? Like, these odds are too good. I'm pretty sure now he's in one of the favorites. Like, he's gone down below $4. You have a leak? I, I wish I got on, but uh... I didn't. But now, look, they're a number one seed for a reason. Like, he's playing so good. He touches the ball every set. And given that he's got a training point, 25-point triple-double, basically. He doesn't stat paddle. He's just making the plays. He's, like, making the, the right winning plays every time. Like, he's, he's making the correct play 99% of the time on the floor, isn't he? Fucking crazy, bro. I literally, you sit there and watch him. Like, I love watching the Nuggets play. Like, they're a very exciting, good offensive team. Yeah, Defensively, team. I want to talk about that a bit later, championship-wise. But, like, you watch him, obviously, he's a, Big center, essentially a point guard, dribble the ball up, run the offense. And it's like he takes his like Kodak like photo in his mind. He's got this like photographic memory. Cha-ching, he looks at the defensive scheme. Is it man? Is it zone? Where are my guys? And he'll go into some, you know, he might call up a, a screen 
He might have Jamal Murray on the perimeter on the left side or something. He, he backs down someone and he just knows Aaron Gordon's going to be the dunker supporter. He's going to be cutting or Bones Highlands out the back or whatever it is. Like he just knows like where his guys, where there's the mismatch, where there's a space, move here, move that. And it, like you'll see it, the second guy will come. He'll get double teamed and not necessarily like with him knowing that the defense is coming. They'll try and get like a second guy around the back to poke the ball out or something or like sneak up and he'll just flick it behind his head or flick it around his back or then there'll be the hockey assist. Bang, there's a three in the corner. Yeah, you, you, as you said, like, I think at the start of the year, we said, like, he's going to have to do something fucking very special to get a third one. I think I went along the lines of, like, 60-plus wins and maybe, like, 5 6 7% better in a lot of his statistics shooting-wise, maybe well, a few more I, points. I think I had Denver in the one-off two seeds. I think I had him yeah. in seed, seeding. Yeah, you did. I did as well. We were up there for him. Like, Overs nailed it. Yeah. And he's just there. He's gotten better, and... I think he deserves to be favorite right now, but there's still a long, long way to go. Yeah. Well, look, they end up in the first seed and he's averaging triple-double. How do you not give it to him? What happens if, okay, what happens if they end up on 60 or 58 wins? Let's say 60 wins. Because they're sitting right now 32 and 13. So that's 45 games. They've got 37 yeah. to go. Yeah, it's almost on par, isn't it? Let's say 50. Let's go 55. I think they'll go 55. Yeah. Let's just say that. Celtics are a few games ahead. What happens if somehow they, they really crunch it and their guys keep playing and they go 60 fucking two wins or something? Boston. Boston. Like, I think it could come down to that last week. And you know how the media push things. Like, you remember last year how we were like, Giannis kind of, not deserved it, but there was that late rally and late push for Giannis when the Bucks really and, got things going. And Embiid as well. I think and Embiid. Like, it can literally, it sounds stupid, but it can happen like in days, like one or two games, you have a good back-to-back and you shoot up the standings and go oh fuck they finished on 64 wins the suns for example wow look at this like i think it could come down in the last week i think as i said Jokic's is favorite but i just find it very tough if celtics have a really crazy season and luca what happens if he luca can't have... play any better than what he is now and then the, i just don't see I, I don't think they'll end up being top four okay well, what happens if they are Zion's still out, BI's still out, and they keep winning. Like, they're two and a half behind. They somehow get the top four. That's going to be interesting. You never know. Touch wood. I said it before. We don't want injuries to these superstars, but I just think there's such a long way to go. Jokic, phenomenal. Deserves to be in front. So the narrative narrative can just change quick. Is that what you're saying? I'm just saying. I've seen it over the last few years. I remember when James Harden was the favorite all year, pretty much for MVP, and then Russ snuck up, and he got the triple-double records and stuff, and all of – you know what I mean? If you're picking somebody tomorrow for MVP and it just ended today was the last day of the season, who are you picking? I think Jokic right now deserves it. And the media buzz is hype is with him. So I'd pick him. But top three, I think you nailed it. You didn't really touch on Giannis. I think Tatum, Luka, Jokic is my top three right now. And there's you're picking Jokic obviously right now? Yeah, I'm picking Jokic. But then what again, what happens if uh, Bucks go on a rally, Middleton comes back, they're healthy again. Because average, the Giannis has got, got 31, 12, and 5. That's the thing, bro. And no one's talking about Giannis right now. Like, arguably, people are saying Jokic is the best player in the league and stuff. Deservedly so. I'm not going to argue that right now. But what happens if they start turning it on and they go 55, 57 wins and they get their guys back and he goes, because we've seen this. Like, he had these two monster games last week when everyone was talking about Jokic. Like, he takes his shit personal now, yeah. Giannis. He will fucking passing, roar home. Passing, his passing has got so much more better this year. Yeah. So he's we, definitely grown in that aspect. He always just scores when you need him the most. You can never yeah. just count out Giannis. Like, he'll always figure it out. Mm. He'll always make the right play. 
He's just got to stop those jump shots, some of them, because he's shooting that more and it's not been nice. But yeah, he's been yeah. undercover. I think that's sneaking. where Middleton, we need him back, you know? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Trade deadline, there's a lot to go. Then obviously, if you've locked up the number one seed, there might be a bit of player resting and load management. Well, it's just, I just think there's a long way to go. Great start to the year for these. As I said, the race, five, six, seven guys, I've loved it, but I'm not going to lock anyone in yet. Yeah, okay. Okay. Quick one, rookie of the year, Paulo Banchero. Banchero, 21, six and four, 34 minutes a game, 44% field goal. And I like this, big boy, gets physical 32% from three because we know those things are going to get better. He gets to the line just under a shy of 80%. I, I, I didn't know, too, like, you know, I'm not the biggest draft guy. And all I said to you was like, my understanding is this guy's NBA ready. He's got superstar written all over him for me. Star. Superstar. Player. Yes. Well, too early for me. I need to see another season. I need to see that second season. I'm not all in, but I'm just saying like, I can see it. And I know why there's the hype there now. But he's the, like, if you'll, yeah, he's definitely going to win the rookie of the year. It's not even close. Yeah. No, not even close. Okay. Let's end it, mate. All-stars. I'm, I'm skeptical. I'm nervous. I want to break it down with you. We can have some fun. We'll end yeah. on a good note. Um, then we'll lock in who you... Yeah, our last, our last picks for the, um, the Fuck, finals. Man, it's, tough, eh? it's so tough. I bet I can guarantee if, if you're picking your all-star starting team on the East, you are going to be very hard-pressed. I've picked three out of four guys for the front court. Yeah. Run, just run it through me. Just slap me in the face do right we, now. Do we go east? We're going to start with east? Yeah, I want you to slap me hard. Let me tell you, I'll me tell you my starting team. Slap me. Let's go. Well, if, we're, if we're running it, that you have to have two guards in there. It has to be Kyrie Irving, Donovan Mitchell. Um, this way it gets oh. tricky. I have to have Tatum. I have to have Tatum in there in the front court. I have to have Giannis in there because they're MVP candidates and, wow. can't leave, and you can't leave Kevin Durant out. So Embiid was the one who had to miss out. And Embiid shouldn't have to miss out. But here's the thing. If they were just going to do it that the five best players from the East are in the starting team, I'd probably kick out, I'd probably kick out Kyrie Irving and put Embiid in there. Easy. Job done. Sign sealed delivered. I'm exactly on the same page. If they were to do that, I think, I think they should because how can you leave Embiid out of the starting team? He's been playing so good. Torrey, the fifth in the MVP standings. But yeah, you have to run. You have to run with, with what's normal. So Kyrie Irving, Donovan Mitchell, Tatum, Durant, Giannis. Are yours the same? Just say it. Okay. <laughs> I know. I've got. I've got the same thing. So however you want to do it, like Mitchell, I want to. I want to push Tatum up into that guard spot. KD, Giannis, yeah. Embiid. If not, I'm going to cheat the other way, and I'd put Giannis at center if I somehow could. Yeah. And put KD, Tatum, and then I'd slide another guard, and I'd probably. Halliburton. Halliburton. I think he's going to be an all-star. Starter. See, I think Kyrie deserves it, but I don't know if they will with all the bullshit that's happened this year, mate. Legit, I think the league's frowned upon him. And this is where, like, we're picking teams and it's all fun. And this is why I get pissed off at all-star. Because it, it should be positionless. It should be the best five guys, as you said. We, we, the segment would be over. We roll into our West. Happy days. But we're stuck in predicaments like this. And sometimes it really fucking grinds my gears. So yeah. am I surprised if Kyrie's not a starter or he doesn't even make the team? Hell no. What happens if they snag Jalen Brown in, like they somehow, he could be a starter in the guard, technically slide into a guard. Yeah. But I've got Halliburton in there. Like it, it's crazy, I know. 
He's going to be an all-star, right, Halliburton? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know, Pat. I really don't know. It's close, man. It's just because you're a recency bias because he's injured. Like, they've lost five on a trot now, Indiana. They were 23 and 18. Yeah. They were sitting top six for, you know, 40-plus 40, 40 games. Yeah, true. Are you happy? So, are you happy with your, your East starting East starting team? I'll be extremely happy and I'll be able to sleep well tonight if I can have Mitchell, Tatum, KD, Giannis and Embiid. And whether KD plays or not, that's when you can readjust and shuffle. But that's the best five guys and it's not even debatable. Like everyone will sleep well. Yeah. Now we've, we've got a fucking, it's a disaster. We're trying to figure this out. Maybe they should just push Tatum to the guard spot, make it easier for everybody. Mate, it's going to be a great weekend. We're coming into the weekend, baby. Let's go. Yeah. All right, give me, give me your reserves then. I don't have heaps of reserves. This is where I wanted to bounce off you because, well, Jalen Brown, I'm just going to roll through the schedule, um, the top teams now. Jalen Brown's a lot. Well, it's seven, it's seven on the reserve bench, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So depending on how they do it, how we've just discussed those things, Halliburton, Jalen Brown, Milwaukee, do they deserve a second starter? The Nets, I think Kyrie Irving should be there. But I'd, once again, the league, it's, it's a funny place. I've got Bam from Miami. I think the Knicks probably do deserve an all-star, but that's right on the edge. That's my like 11, 12, yeah. 13th guy. So yeah. we can talk about it in a sec. Halliburton's locked in. I've got Siakam, really fucking good. Probably DeMar DeRozan deserves to be there again. I don't, it doesn't rock my socks off. That's just the nature of the beast. So that leaves me with about It's 10. tough, eh? It is so tough. Then and there's the- some players, there'll be some players left out that they might not sit well with people, but it's going to have to be like that because there's some definitely a lot of players who deserve to be an all-star, first-timers as well. But there's going to be players that miss out. Mm. It's just yeah. how it is. There's a lot of good players out of the East, I feel like. Yeah. Like, is James Harden going to get that? Like, he's starting to he obviously been injured, coming back, starting to play really well. They're sitting third, Philly. We've talked about it before. Does Drew Holiday deserve it? He probably deserves it. I'm going to put Drew Holiday in right now. Middleton's not there. Giannis is missing games. He's single-handedly winning them games. It's phenomenal. Yeah. So that's where I'm sitting at. Do you have your reserve yeah. there for me to roll? Well, you, you yeah, me. not in particular order, but I've got Joel and then I've got Harden. I think he's just a star. Then he won't be left out at all side team. I've got Jimmy. Yep. Jimmy Butler. Wow. Over all oh, both. Okay. Oh, wow. Both. I've got Jalen Brown. I've got Pascal Siakam because he's playing too well. He's probably the only one that's keeping Raptors afloat, but he's playing really, really well. Really good, good numbers. And this is where it gets hard because there's a lot of notables, but I think I'll squeeze in Halliburton because how good they were playing and how good he has been playing. Mm. That's, but that's it. That's seven. Yep. No, my, notables, my notables, DeRozan, Trey See, Young. I, I think DeRozan will get one of those Miami spots from you. I don't know if Miami get two. Maybe if they win another few and sneak up. But Maybe, just... but I just don't know how you leave. I don't know. Ben's been playing so well for us. Mm. And then Jimmy. Like, I don't know. How do you not leave? How do you leave Jimmy out? Yeah. I know he's missed games, but yeah, you might be right. We might just get one. We might Let's just see. get one. But That's DeRozan all... should be, could be there. Trey Young, maybe. I don't know. Nah, 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 nah. No? Jalen Brunson. So. Like see, he, I could see the Knicks getting one. They might need, they might need to give Knicks one. Yeah. They yeah. might need to. And then yeah. Paul Benchero, like he's been playing good, but oh, it's notable for me. I don't think he'll make All-Star. And then obviously, yeah, he's, I, I like Drew Holiday as well. He's been playing really good for Bucks. 
so I don't know. There, there, there are some locks in there for me for reserves, but as you said, we, they could change one. Like more, one of my Miami players might be playing. I think they will have at least one for sure. I just don't know how James Harden won't get picked. I feel like he would just get picked. He deserves it, yeah. I think Pascal Siakim, you don't know. Maybe he doesn't get picked. Mm. Maybe like Jalen Brunson gets in or DeRozan gets in. I don't yeah, know. They slide down, you're right. He's missed games, Siakim. Yeah. All right. We're on the same page. Good discussion. Our West, three starters locked in. No discussion, no debate. Luka, LeBron, Jokic. Yeah. Okay. Who's your second starting guard? Curry. I respect it. Well, they're not, how you, they're, there's no chance in this world they're not going to put Curry in the starting lineup. I agree. But surely, and we've got to go back to my guy, SGA, he deserves to be there. He's averaging 30 plus one of those guys. He's played more minutes, more games. Curry's been injured for like two or three weeks. I'd put Jar ahead of SGA. Fuck, oh, bro. Come on, bro. Come on, mate. You can't. I'm sorry, Pat. Just. Are you please. serious? I love that you're high on your team. I love you high on your man. But really have a think. Really, really. Really have a think. I'm looking at the number two seed, the Grizzlies. If there's who I a love. brain under that long, luscious hair of yours, I'd love for you to use it because I just don't see a world where Jar, sorry, SGA is ahead of Jar in a possible starting position. Easily. You're kidding Easily. Me. Easily. Jar Moran. Jar Morant, superstar. I love him. Most one of the most explosive players in the game. But guess you just what? said it, superstar, and you're not going to put SGA. Yeah, you're trying to put SGA above. This is why the All Star Game stinks. Who's been playing better right now? Who put deserves a, to be there? Put, SGA. Put, a, put up a poll. Put up a poll on Instagram. I dare you. I dare you. I reckon. Actually, you know what? All the OKC people, all the probably all the fans, all your mates, OKC mates, will probably vote. But for really, for the real basketball heads. They're going to say Jar ahead of SGA for starting team. I reckon that's I just can't the... see a world where Jar Morant is behind SGA right now. I can because it'll be all these 11 and 12 year olds that are voting Jar Morant because they see his highlights and reels and love him and he's great. Oh, but guess what? I give it all the second seed. All the respect to Jar. All they're the respect to the Grizzlies. Seed, all the respect to the second seed. Guess what? They've got the best defensive player in the league right now. Triple J, Jaron Jackson, Block City, 36 minutes a game. <laughs> Guess what he's averaging? 4.6 blocks. He's going to be like, he's on rate to be the all-time block leader. Guess who they've got? Desmond Bain. Fucking stud, star. They are loaded up top. Jar, like his numbers aren't as good. He's a better player than SGA. I'm not debating that. But all-star right now, averaging 30. <laughs> SGA, man, I'm telling you. I agree Curry's going to start. I agree. It's the nature of the beast. He's one that, I, I agree, but I love that we're arguing this. I'm going to put a little rule up. SGA above Moran. I'm not saying he's a better player, but all-star. And I know the voting... Would it make you pissed off if I think De'Aaron Fox deserves it more? You're fucked. I'm done, bro. (laughs) You're kidding. You're going to cut it, honestly. You're kidding. (sighs) Look, just... I'm happy to give Kings two all-stars. I'm happy. Breathe. But I'm sorry, man. Luca. If you're... Just... Think of this. Think as a normal NBA fan who doesn't follow OKC, just loves watching it. The average Joe, yeah. They're gonna they're gonna pick Jar. Jar's the guy. You said poster boy for the future, superstar, second seed right now. Yeah, they got a deep team, but the only 
I'm sorry, but I really don't know why we're having this conversation. I don't know either. The possibility that SGA would be ahead of Jar in a possible NBA All-Star starting team. There is just no chance. I really think... I, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. If he starts over Jar Moran, I'm not watching the All-Star game. How many OKC games have you watched, bro? I actually, you know what? I watch a few because I love basketball. I respect I watch, that. I know I you watch, do. I, I watch a lot of teams, if not all of them. I watch a lot. I know what they're like. But I feel like just for SGA, he's the only person who can score in that team. Of course, he's going to average 30. Yes, 30 is a good number. He deserves it. Deserves, deserves an all-star, but just not an all-star starter. 100% all-star. Okay. Props to the guy. 30 a game. Mate, I had you and I, I couldn't agree more Curry starting, but if you think Morant over SGA, we're just on a different planet right now. So we have to roll I'm on. on Earth and you're in fucking Pluto or something. I don't know. One of those weird small <laughs> worlds. Okay. Luca, Curry, Morant, SGA, and um, Fox. I'm happy for them to be the guards. Okay. Well, well this is my starting off. Now that we've probably made it to the all-star starting team, so we've got your number two guard. Who's your four? We've got Curry. We've got Luka, the guards. We've got LeBron and Jokic, locks. Now, this is where it gets a bit tough. There's a couple guys I think that should be there. There's two guys. There's only two guys for me for the front court. It's either Zion or Sabonis. Mm. Sabonis, Sabonis is playing so well. Done so well this Kings team, but at the same time, Zion's just been dunking and balling out. Starter. Sabonis will start, I think. Third seed. Zion injured. I think that's what it comes down to. Probably. Probably does. I personally got Zion there, but because of Sabonis, I'm very happy with that. But for sure, I can Zion will be an all-star. Do you want to get me... Do you want to start with your reserves? Well, we know, finally come down. We know the guard situation. I'm more than happy to have De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis, two all-stars from the Kings. I'm more than happy. Zion, I agree. Yeah. Start him off the bench. Luca, Curry's there. I think Laurie Markinum, Utah deserve one. He's been phenomenal career year. I'm still just trying to calm down, Mitch. I'm just breathing. I think the Clippers don't deserve anyone. Stink City. Wow. The number nine seed in the West. OKC. Shea Gilgis Alexander. Put him on your bench, ladies and gentlemen, apparently. Just the bench. Um, and then I like Devin Booker, even though he's been injured, he's fucking exceptional and that's kind of where it gets a bit topsy and turny does Damian Lillard deserve it he's been playing really well lately averaging yeah like 36 40 per game roughly that's kind of where I'm left it's hard but I found it I found it a bit, bit more easier to pick in the west for me because there are some notable names mm. weird ones I've got De'Aaron Fox look these are my reserves I've got De'Aaron Fox SGA Laurie Markinen, John Morant. Sabonis design is the starting team reserve, so one, and then they'll be in there. Could you say Clay Thompson? No. No? Hell no. I mean, I'd Paul George in my notables because it's Paul George. Yeah, I'm happy Why to be. Why doesn't deserve to be there? Book is right. injured. Lillard, they're playing terrible, but it's Lillard. So I don't know how he doesn't get picked. Right, let's I mean, have... I, you know what's funny? I look at a guy like... This might be a funny one, but I don't think he, he won't be an all-star, but he's been playing well. Aaron Gordon. That's where I wanted to end this conversation. Let's end some time on our, Denver, on our dear friend, Brad, dear friend of the show. He's Nuggets. 
Do the Denver Nuggets deserve deserve two all stars? I think they do. I think they do. Because you know how I feel about Jamal Murray. He's not going to be there. There's too many top guard heavy players stacked. But he's Gordon's been there all season, and he's been there for, like down the stretch for the clutch games, the winning games. Makes I don't him know who you put him in for though. And yeah, he's playing good on the defensive end as well. So. Like, I wouldn't be mad if he, if he gets a reserve spot, one of the last reserve no, spots. No, neither. Because it's not that – there's a lot of injuries, a lot of weird plays, a lot of side players who are out. Mm. So I think he might just sneak in. I'm happy for that. I like that for the Nuggets fans. Really good season. He's been, yeah, exceptional on both ends of the floor. Yeah. It, it runs a bit dry there. Like It, it does run it, a bit dry. The West doesn't have that much zing. Like, it's when it gets to playoffs, that one to eight will be exciting because the – the possibility of a team coming in, like, in the play-in and then top, knocking off a top dog, I think is pretty high. So, What about Anthony Edwards? Sniffing around, I'm happy to have that discussion. Yeah. Does he, does he, make, does he make it over? Well, think about this is my reserve, This is my reserves. I can, now that you talk about Paul George, I'll probably just flick him off. Yeah. I had Clay Thompson there, but... Yeah, no, no, no. no the only reason I say Clay Thompson is because he's, like he's like a curry. Like he probably just get picked. He's a warrior. Mm. He's a... He's a championship player, so I don't know. Maybe he just gets picked based off that, but I don't know. I don't know if the coaches' votes will work out like that. Because De'Aaron Fox is one, John Marin's two, Lauren Markkinen's three, SGA four. Sabonis will probably get a start in NBA. So Zion? So five. So there's two players left. So could a guy, guys like Aaron Gordon and Anthony Edwards sneak in? Is that a possibility? I think do they, probably... sneak in, do they sneak in over like Lillard? Paul George, Booker. I think Booker and Lillard are probably your next two. Because I'll just get picked off just based off star power, possibly. Okay, you're going to leave Booker out. But then again, he's injured, so I don't know when he's coming back. Okay. Well, they're one of nine in the last 10 games because he's yeah. not playing. Like it's, there you go. He's a fucking superstar, essentially. Like, yeah, I love he him. Just, he's that yeah, good. Yes. He, he's the best shooting guard in the NBA, full stop, and it's not even debatable. No yeah. one's even close to him. Yeah, he's good. Okay. I'm glad we had fun. We got heated. You laughed at me. <laughs> I really enjoyed it, bro. I really did. Yeah. First time I've seen, first time I've seen you go on red. Boy, you're about to explode in your room. That was good. That was good. <laughs> I think we'll um, come back very soon. As I said, I wanted to do a quarter season mark potty, but I was fucking getting really emotional watching this stuff. Like I just couldn't, I couldn't wrap my head around the league. It was a crazy start to the season. Things have settled down. I think we'll come back very soon with our top 10 players in the league right now. Cause that I did one. A little podcast yesterday of Liam, like NFL players, top five receivers. And you know how it works in the NBA. The environment, the landscape fluctuates to these top dogs. These top players can go in and out so quickly. Like, it's crazy. So yeah. I think we knocked down a top 10 players in the league potty. Come back after All-Star around the trade deadline. Who's going to make moves? And we really ride this season home. Because there's... Ramp it up playoffs. You know, three, four MVP caliber players in the race still for that award like it's really exciting so yeah mate we've done well any um any last words um no last words to me <laughs> i'm still thinking about the sga jar jar scenario yeah i don't want to put a poll up because these seven-year-olds are going to jump on and just make me feel like <laughs> do shit you have never... seven, do you have seven-year-olds following you i don't know you know how yeah. I said this is going. I'm going to have a great weekend. Like the East All Star starting team, it's easy to pick. I'm going to have a bad weekend now thinking about that, mate. 
<laughs> that was good, Mitchie. Fucking love it, bro. All right, mate. All right. Appreciate your time. Enjoy. Yeah, just enjoy the season. We'll talk soon. All right. See you guys soon. All right. Let's go. Thank you for listening to Paddy's Playbook. If you enjoyed this episode, head over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's much appreciated. Don't forget to check out our Instagram page, at Paddy's Playbook. We post fun, engaging content every single day. Once again, we really appreciate your support. See you next time. Let's go.